The champ is here. The champ is here. The champ is here. Yo, 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 yo. Ha ha. Yeah. You have now entered Squared Circle 101. You got your man, the Titanian Stallion, Mr. Pinky Ring, shining now with me. My man set the set the standard on how parents should do birthdays. You celebrate the first and go all out for the 18th. My man Shooter, how you doing? Uh, 19th, man. Get him to Canada. Get him to Canada. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Make sure you hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash Square Circle 101. Hit us up on Instagram at Square Circle 101. We'll talk a little smack on us. Talk a little smack to us on Twitter at Talk is Smack 101. Man, I'm stuttering all over here. Let me have another. Yeah, no, man. Get your, get your, get your, get your words right. Get your shit together. I got cotton mouth. Let me yeah. get another hit this week. So, like right now, um, I'm very excited about this episode because I think it's gonna go by quick because we have so much stuff to cover. You know what it feels like? It feels like I took things back. out. I took you things take, out. That's all I can say. What it feels like is it feels like I've missed work for a while and mm -hmm. now I'm coming back to check all these emails. And then it's just that's, like I gotta get a good yeah. Analogy. I was like I'm like okay I gotta make sure we got this cover make mm -hmm. sure we got this so we get a red and so. Not gonna lie, we're probably gonna forget some stuff. We're gonna for, definitely yeah, gonna definitely forget, forget some stuff. stuff. But also, like that's the best thing that I've noticed since we've started the show is that the people that do love us are not hardcore fans like me and you. But we don't talk to them like they are hardcore fans. No. So like any casual person can come in. First off, if you ever think boxing is dead, or if you know someone who does, you just have them listen to one episode of our show, and we'll remind them that it's definitely not dead. Uh, they'll be like, "I didn't know that happened. I didn't, I didn't know, know that. that happened. Yeah, of yeah, course yeah. not." Yeah, we have one fighter right now, a one professional fighter who made more hit in his pay per view, one pay per view fight than the entire UFC. So boxing is never close to dead. What you got for me, man? How are we win? A man is not great because he hasn't failed. A man is great because failure hasn't stopped him. That's that's such a good line, and that's something you see all over Instagram nowadays. We see more than anything like, I, I, I say this to Gino all the time. It's okay. Don't be scared. You're not going to do it. Hey. Go in expecting not to do it because this is what makes you tougher and better, right? Yeah. I mean, the thing is you, you want to have high confidence in mm -hmm. everything you do, but just because you can't get it done, hey, work for it, man. Everything, Rome wasn't built in a day. Right. With, with, with how metrosexual men have been becoming over these years, how more they are into their pieces, appearances, bougie like my man next to me, or... I'm sorry, a diva. Um, a little bit different. I've been called princess once or twice. <laughs> but either way, chicks dig scars. Pain, Pain heals, heals. Glory, glory lasts, lasts forever. forever. That's what I'm talking about. Shane like. Falco. That's right. That's what I'm talking about. And if you know, you know. All right, let's get into this. Um, did you watch the Buatzi versus Craig Richards fight? No. We'll touch on it. I just, I just, the whole why, reason why, why I brought this, this up. Why did this step out? Why did this come out? Because I was covering all the This is going to tie in at the very end of it, but Bawatsi is a name that we, people, if you don't know who he is, he's from the UK. If you have a DAZN subscription, you probably know him, but he's this next up and coming guy of this new class of fighters we're about to see start to emerge. Okay. And that's it. So if you don't know his name now, I'm glad I introduced him to you. Just, just Google any of his fights on YouTube. He's very entertaining. He's got good power and he's skilled. Just made his US debut. Okay. Now we're uh, starting from old to new, right? Yes. Okay. Now, um, this this is the same weekend of uh, the Benavidez versus Lemieux fight. Janabek Alamakali. Type in Jan. Go to boxing record real quick. Talking Janabek. He's another one of these. Uh, I honestly don't know where you're going with this show, but I'm not a fan of it already. Well, we're, we're just touching base. We're going to get to Benavidez Lemieux here because that's what I really want to talk about. Oh, but Janabek okay. is a guy who he's right here at contention. Ranked one through three is J A N I Beck. Yeah, C O N conspiracy. B E C K or B E C K. B E C K. There yeah, can't be. No, we've covered it. We've covered him. We've before. talked about him before. But he's right there. He's on the cusp. He's on like what, 13, 15, 16 fights or something? J A N I B E C K. Yeah, A. I. Helen McCauley. I honestly think. Anyways, he knocked out Danny Dignam in like four rounds. On, this is the undercard of the Benavidez fight. No, yeah. I'm sorry. This was a main event on ESPN. Um, but this is the guy who he's right there, right? He's he deserves a fight with anybody else at 168. What weight class is this? 168. He deserves a fight with anybody at 168. He should be ranked in there because I've heard them talk about. We saw we saw uh, my man Zerto fight recently, right? Again against weak opposition. Um, 168 is a kind of a it, it's. 
it's a wide open division, but it's also that lost or forgotten division. Yeah, it is. It's uh, just because you got a lot of people moving up from 160. And then also it's pretty, it's, it can be pretty thick in there. So it's yes. like there's people that we've covered, you know, whether it's, you know, Daniel Jacobs has been a part of that. You got, uh, is, yeah. you got the Durrells in there, Caleb Plant. Yep. Um, you know, just Canelo's campaign in yep. there. Mm-hmm. So this is, it's, uh, it's Edgar Berlanga, who, who's got a fight coming up this yep. Saturday. Mm-hmm. So this is definitely a name that um, people are going to start seeing more because he's a Bob Arum guy. So Bob Arum, as long as he's alive, he's still going to be relevant in boxing. That's just what it is. Uh, Danny Dignam, never heard of the guy until I watched him get knocked out. But I want to talk about Benavidez Lemieux. Right? Okay, thank you. Thank you. That's, that's, that's the photo I want to turn into a meme because it would we would blow up. We would definitely blow up. No, it, no. It, let's get. We got a lot to cover, man. You over here. You over here. Fucking pussy. I mean, wow. I, mean, I apologize. I apologize. I apologize. Having sex over here, huh? Hey, I'm a professional. <laughs> pussy putting around the stuff that we want to get to, man. I, I want I want to talk about Big Self because I want to get in there. So You're the second black person on this planet I've ever heard say pussyfooting. Yeah, because um, it's one of my favorite words. It's great. It's great. <laughs> skateboard, skateboard term, but still a great phrase any way you use it. Never knew it. Benavidez versus David Lemieux. Um, how did you feel about the stoppage? Um. I thought it was warranted. I don't think there inevitable. was anything. Yeah, I th- yeah, it was definitely inevitable. It it just go- goes to show how tough David Lemieux is. Mm-hmm. I mean, because the thing is between stock went up for me. Uh, it just oh, his overall legacy. His overall, le- I mean, I don't know how you could really say that when you know he you. lost or whatever. But at the same time, it's like we knew he was tough. He stood mm-hmm. there with Triple G. You know, he landed. He you know we've seen so many of his fights we've also seen when he was who was it Curtis Samuel no, not Curtis, Curtis Samuel uh, Curtis Stevens Curtis Stevens we seen when he knocked him out mm-hmm. so it's like we we've seen the ups and downs of yeah. David Lemieux and um we know he's tough we know he mm-hmm. can stand in there he's kind of like a Chris Algieri it's just yeah, like yeah. he's always going to be able to rumble and brawl yeah. with you but it it's it's the, inev- it, it's the inevitable man yeah, yeah. you're overmatched you're overpowered you're outgunned this is this is another this is boxing promoters at their best and why their promoters do what they do because they know how to make the matchup on paper to where it looks beautiful for the for the yeah. for your for your fighter. Yeah. Um, Dave Lemieux though he did a lot better than I expected as far as for the way he stood his ground, and but I'm a and I'm a doc points from Benavidez didn't make his hair flip at all. <laughs> did not so, make his hair flip. So, so I don't know whether the compliment is stylish. I hate or, that. That's one of the things. It's just like ever since David Lemieux fought Triple G and Triple G whipped his hair around like Willow Smith. Yes. It, it's kind of been the standard of what we look for, especially when he has that kind of hairstyle. Mm-hmm. Um, David okay. Benavidez. It's um he he got the TK he got yeah. the TKO. He looked good doing it. Yes, but it was kind of expected. not impressive. It, it, not it was, impressive. I'm not yeah. going to say it's not impressive. It was expected. Yes. David Benavidez, he is one of those, you know, trying to get into the Canelo sweepstakes. Mm-hmm. It's just like so there's so much opportunity for him to have, but he's also one of those. Yeah. People were saying this is the reason why Canelo avoided him, and I think that's unfair because – Because I mean, before David Benavidez was really in re- relevance, and I think he said this more for Munguia because David Benavidez has lived in America so much longer than Munguia – when he stated that he didn't, he will no longer fight another Mexican, because I believe he does have that much pride for his country, mm-hmm. and then also, I, I think he means that because he wants to be on. He knows he was where he was heading his career, this Hall of Fame status. He probably has a full he probably has a full on out strategy, right? And he didn't want to no longer have any more of these Mexican or Mexican type things, because even, I can't even think of that many Mexican Mexican fights that besides the what. Eric Rible and my man, um, who was it? Um, Morales and Marquez, was it? Morales Marquez? Yeah. They had, what, three, four fights? Outside of that, there isn't too many big known rivalries for Mexican fighters. It's Even, mostly been uh, Mexico and Puerto Rico. Exactly. That's, that's the thing that you... So I don't think I don't think Canelo's avoiding anybody. He fought Bit Bibble because he recognized the skill and talent and said from day one this wasn't the best idea. He should have won. We thought we could have, but... Vegans, this is what happens. So even with this, I don't think he's avoiding Benavidez, but Benavidez needs to just know you don't read too much of your press clippings. Know where you're at. There's a certain tax bracket you need to be in before you're in the conversation, or you have to be in his path of his goal. Well, my thing was it wasn't. I don't think he avoided. I don't think that fight was dictated where you can say this is why Canelo avoids him because. David uh, David Lemieux is nowhere near the scale of who Canelo is, and I don't think it's indicative of you can say that and like, "Whoa, he would kill Canelo." Because no, two different fighters. Do you think Benavidez could beat Caleb Plant? I don't. 
I think that would be really close. It'd be really close. It'd I just really don't. Close. I don't think he can do it. I think. I think Plant is a little bit more disciplined with yeah. Anyways, uh-huh. but that and that's one of the things because of something like that, and it's obvious that Canelo knows boxer skills. He's very aware of their level, mm-hmm. and with him fighting Plant, Plant was in his pathway. He had a belt. Benavidez, you don't. You ain't there, right? I don't know if he has. I don't think he has a belt still. I would say no, he doesn't. Because who, who is it? Canelo has the belts. One sixty eight. And nope. Jamal Charlo? Nope. Nope. Uh, so at 168? Yeah. No. Uh, Canelo. Canelo has them all. Yeah. Except for he doesn't have them all, right? Because no. Jamal well, Dave, David Morrell has uh, the WB. Yeah, yeah, he just fought recently. What about, isn't Jamal or is Jamal at 160? 160. Okay. 160 and 154 is where So Canelo at. has all four belts? Well, the David Morrell thing. Okay, it's yeah, like yeah. That's what they have in there. Interesting, because, all right, well, he didn't make the Wikipedia. Yeah, he didn't make, yeah, he didn't make the... Must be some... Making racism right there, but with Benavidez, he got the win. He did his job, right? Lemieux, I think. What do you think about Lemieux? Should should, should he be done? I like him. I, I think like he's him. still. I think he's still game, just not for the upper echelon. Yeah, yeah. I think. I think he showed he's still game. Do we get Arizona Lara? Oh, that's um. Okay. That's uh. That's on the next fight. Okay. That just was on the full card. Just, just yeah, making yeah. sure. Yeah, I had that right here too. Um, just making sure, man. Yeah, we have that a lot was to cover. on the Fulton card, I believe. Right. No, 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 keep going. I just wanted to make sure okay. we had. Yeah, we had Laura on there because he switched style up. Oh, anyways, uh, David Lemieux, I think he's still fight on. I, I was, still, I I was actually impressed fight. the way he held his ground. Um, a fighter you should protest to stop the way you performed, but it was bro, you had like one or two left in you. You know what I'm saying? We just you only got one concussion instead of two today. That's what it is. So Benavidez, you need to approach your promoter and get to get the fights you really really want. I, I think he's going to be not I, – I don't want to disrespect any fighter, really, and yes. call him a doorman. But I think any one of these – any anything – I don't see him vying for another title. No. So it's just like, you know, getting getting these rounds in with yeah. some of these younger up-and-comers. I mean, that's how you, that's how you stay relevant. Or, or old names, right? Yeah. That's, how you, that's how you stay relevant. So he's got a nice following behind him. Him and, him and Jamal got into it. Or him and Jamal's dad, or Charlo's dad, I think, got into one of it like that. But either way, you're right there. You're neighbors with this guy, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we already got. I, I read some uh, article the other uh, today about Michael Hunter, who left PBC, talking talking about the pay structure with fighters. <clears throat> it's like UFC. If you're if you're on this undercard tier, lower tier, maybe just barely an opening fight, you're not making nearly as much as everybody else. That's why these guys are, are, can ball out. The ones that we see on a regular, like, you know, the Gar- Dan Garcia, Thurman, and all that. So that's why that's why the guys are able to ball out without doing these 20 million or 100 million pay-per-view buys because the under the under fighters are really getting not paid well. Yeah. So we'll see. But still making more than female fighters, 100%. That's for sure. All right. David Benavidez, how would you grade his fight? I mean B minus. B minus. Mm-hmm. Now at the time I I I, I typed and it's down. O- and it's only because I think he was just overmatched for him. Yes. So I think it was just like I agree 100 percent with you. B minus, C plus if you want to be real critical, mm-hmm. just because. But now you're just taking down Lemieux. Really, um, I had I had this written down when, I, when we were first originally supposed to record, but location set for Crawford versus Spence going to be Vegas. <clears throat> They're selling it as this is neutral ground. Just start it. New York is neutral ground too, right? <laughs> we know why it's in Vegas because this is the mecca. Yeah. When these Islamics pray, they pray towards Vegas. <laughs> that's what it is, right? You know, <laughs> that's, that's just mecca. It's new mecca. That's what they're doing. All right. Mm-hmm. Now uh, you brought up Kenichi Ogawa against so, uh, Cordina or was it? Cord- so Cord- yeah. wait a minute. Okay, you're you're gonna bring up. Okay, sorry, I, okay. I, I I hate the I way you're. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm so excited to see Sonny, you. Sonny, you, I, I see that, but I'm you're sorry. just, you just, yeah, just, just, just chill out and relax because we have to talk about this. So we haven't heard nothing official from the Terrence Crawfords, Earl Spence, but we hear they're fighting for spots with Canelo yes. in September. Know your place in boxing, first off, because yeah. there's Mexican, there's Mexican families or just Mexican people who are fans of the general sport of boxing can't speak to it, okay. but they're going to buy certain fights. And if Canelo's there, they're watching, right? Okay. Um, just and, and for us right now, boxing is about to do the right thing. So let's do the right thing. Don't compete for the spot. The ego in me says book that date and make Canelo move. Because uh, look, look, listen, I know listen, where I'm going. Listen, I know where I'm listen. going. It, yeah. it, no, because the thing is, you were on the same date. I've seen this fight. I've yeah. seen Canelo Triple G twice. Twice. 
I don't want to see it at third. The biggest fight that you can make right now in boxing is Terrence Crawford and Earl Spence. If there's a date, I'm making Canelo move. I don't care how long you've been on here. Yes. This is a bigger fight. I anybody, start- anybody else? If it was Earl Spence, Ugas. If it was, you know, I will turn Terrence to Hillary Crawford, Clinton Shawport. trying to prove Russian collusion. Spend an entire week becoming a Russian bot on Twitter. To tweet Canelo in in multiple languages to tell him to move the date. Yeah. That's what I would do personally. Yeah. I was talking to my dad yesterday. He said if they make this fight, he was like, he will buy the plane ticket to go out there because as as time moves on for us, this 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 would be the last biggest fight that I could watch with him. Yeah. For the rest of my life nope, with him. No, nope, like you're not getting so there. real. Look, the difference between Canelo Triple G the third and first and second is Triple G's older. Yeah. Canelo, Canelo's older as well, but he's definitely not getting the nod this time. I'm telling you, the diet is going to determine this one. If Canelo comes in with his vegan diet, on, you better get on that Mexican meat. That's what I'm saying. But, but like, um, that's all. That's all. That's all I want to. That's all I want to say about this. It's like nothing's on paper, and we don't have a date. Yeah, like yeah. we, everything out there is speculation and rumor now. But at the same time, is I just want. I just want to reiterate the, that Earl off, Spence and Terrence Crawford is the bigger off fight. Off the top of your head. Can you think of any other fights where two fighters were undefeated and so much was on the line? Maybe Mayweather Canelo, maybe, just because of the name status, possibly. Um, Danny Garcia, Keith Thurman. But I feel this is way bigger than that even, because this is unifying all four belts at 147. There's yet to be a 147-pounder to have all the four belts in the four-belt era, ever. Um, Tyson Fury, um, Deontay Wilder. Yeah. But even then, it it wasn't even a unifying one. I watched the fight at work. The first one, right? Yeah. The third fight was probably more important than the first one. I can't – in my entire life, I can't even think about it because even with Tyson, watching Tyson him get all. the belts, yeah. that was maybe it. But still then, even then, no, no, it he was still like, such the bigger name. It's like the only ones I can think of when you – I think when you say undefeated, that changes the whole yeah. the whole characteristics exactly. of it because like when you talk about as far as feel, like you know whether it's the – Mayweather Pacquiao, whether it's Tyson Holyfield, like, you know, those are, you know, sit one, several losses or yeah. whatever, but two undefeated fighters with this much on the line. Nah. So, you know, Canelo. Yeah. Well, even Canelo had that. See, even Canelo had that loss against Mayweather before yeah. he fought Triple G. So exactly. So that, and that's what makes it so big. And, and these are two fighters that no one, there's nobody, no casual fans, no conspiracy theorists or anybody that has anything to say about either two of these fighters having like a padded record. There's no Chavez Jr. in here. No. There's none of that. There's no. nobody who had an easy you pass. Know, people, people, I mean, people, the, people are saying that Earl Spence has a better record as far as who he's fought in competition. And I'm just like, okay. Yeah. That's just that's just something stupid you say because you didn't watch Terrence Crawford at one forty. I mean, this is a this Terrence is a three, this is a three, div- give us the three opp- division. Crawford yeah. gives us the opportunity to witness something that's never been done in boxing history, and that's when all four belts twice, twice. Yeah. No one has even no other fighter has put themselves in the position of the opportunity to try. And it's not like Terrence Crawford didn't try to do this earlier too. Mayweather's a, in my lifetime, Mayweather's the greatest fighter I've ever seen, and he hasn't. Got undisputed. So let's go back to what the name of the name that I bring about. Sorry, everybody. No, you're good. Cordino versus Kenichi Ogawa. We know Kenichi Ogawa. We've seen him fight. Yeah. Wasn't very wasn't very aware of who Cordino was. So watching that fight, there's a couple things that I saw. One, I saw Cordino was a very good counter counter puncher and a very quick and fast. Great timing as well. My first reaction when I saw him was that. That's a fast white boy. Yeah. That was my first yes. thought. I was like, that yeah. is a fast Ooh, white boy. Ooh, he got some sweet hands. Got some sweet He's hands got some on sweet him. Hands. And the same that was the same expression I think Ogawa had on his face. Yeah, he did. And you know what? Um, and I think and this is this is how I feel about this, because like I'm not gonna act like look, man, there's a we got full time jobs. Yes. We got kids. Yes. We got we got a lot of yes. I'm a couple yes. we got to stay up on every single boxer is impossible, impossible. for us. For and, us. And, unless especially, we and we always got a pass if they're not yeah. born in America. Yeah, no. So, well, first of all, Cordina don't know, didn't know that much about. Yeah. Did not know much about. I know from what I see in the eye test. We've seen the names like and that. stuff pop up. Kenichi Ogawa. I don't think we didn't even get a chance to pick this fight just because, yeah. you know, we haven't get it. But I would have had him because of the things that I don't know about. But anytime you get fighters you're usually going to have that two, three round feeling out, feeling out. 
I think Cordina got to Ogawa with that punch before everything got before everything got it. Yeah. He hit him right on the button. Yep. Knocked him out clean. Yep. And that was it. That I don't think correct. he I, I, I cannot say that he is a better fighter. Nope. Even though he's the champion now, I don't know how he's gonna progress after yes. that. The if they had a rematch, what would it be like? Would it be the same? Yes. What like so so I I don't know. My opinion on, on any time knockouts happen in the I think first he just or got second caught. round. I think yeah. he just got caught. In the first second yeah. round, that's usually what happens. You got caught or the training paid off. Like it was it was uh, about three fights ago for Ryan Garcia. I can't remember. It was on Valentine's Day. He knocked you out with that left hook. Yeah. All through Instagram was him just, just boom. That, 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 that's, that, that's that training. That happened through training, right? Mm-hmm. Other ones, we don't know enough about Cardino no, to no, know whether or not this was it. I mean, he trained, but he caught him. Yeah. It was a nice... One two, boom boom, yeah. and he had him clean like yeah. that. That that was lit. I think that's I think that's yeah. as far as it goes. Yeah, like I don't think it's like Kenichi Ogawa. Don't mention him in. Well, he wasn't in our pound for pound, yeah. but like I don't think the stigma gets. Oh, he's not a good fighter. Or he got caught by it. Yeah, but great fight. Yeah. And then I I don't know what's gonna happen after this, which is gonna which whenever we have. One thing I well, just about to say yeah. about boxing. One thing I love about boxing, I love being in the unknown and we don't know what's going next. Yes. Because then everything's a surprise. It's always Christmas. It's like when you discover porn star. Yeah, it's just like, oh, there's much more. There's layers to this. Oh, exactly. I don't know. It's like there's so career grow. So yeah, yeah. So it, it's um I think it's magnificent when we get into the stage where it's Cordina because like when you have these wins and the underdog wins. It throws every it throws a wrench into the system and everything's in disarray. Back into chaos. It's, it's, so it's, so it's yeah. just like when we said about Mayweather. It's like we said about um, Canelo before the uh, who did he just fight? Uh, Bivol. The Dimitri Bivol fight. When you have people who are dominant like this, it makes boxing boring. Boring, yes. Because they're so dominant. Yes, yes. When you get them out there, or when you get somebody to to take throw these belts, wrench. throw that monkey wrench in it. it it's, and we're going to talk about this a, yeah. a little bit later because there's another fight that I want to do. But I, I love to see this. So yes. hats off to Cordina for beating Kenichi Ogawa. Yep. Um, new world champion new in that world division. Champion. Uh, let's, let's, let's go. Let's, let's see. Go. It was me and, Jay, me and Gino were out there hitting the baseball and he cracked one. And I, I've been telling him, <clears throat> we've, been kicking, we've been trying to kick field goals or hitting the baseball. And I told him, I want, I said, I want to go on the neighbor's door and ask for it back that's the goal and then he cracked one out and, and right his first reaction was let's go and i'm like i was like i was so happy it, it, it brought a tear in my eye uh-huh. now on this same day since this fight happened early in the day take davis versus roland romero yeah i became a recent fan of roland romero i still believe that my results didn't change because but he is from north las vegas nevada the mm. same around hood where i'm from so i do respect the guy and he did said exactly what somebody from North Las Vegas was saying. You've heard me say it. After the loss, he was like, he ran from me all night. He's still a bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I loved about There has. But, Let me see. Andre Ward and Sergey Kovalov, first and second. Mm-hmm. I think that is up there. And then I'd have to really dig deep to find another win that was more satisfying. <laughs> it's your yes. look. I, I, I am, agree. All, I, I am I, all about the confidence. Yes. I am all about the trash talk. I am all, but then there is a delusion. Yes. And then there's so many layers to this, man. And I want, we're gonna, I want people to understand one thing about Roland Romero. If, if you get on Las Vegas Boulevard and you drive north, you're going to get to somewhere where you know you shouldn't be and turn around. That's where I grew up. That's where Roland Romero's from. And there's a level of respect when you come from there that he has for that I have for him more than anything else. Yeah. That I that makes me love love a guy I don't really like, right? Yeah. But because of that, it's, that, it's like a what is it? What was it? Uh, Vice Lords versus Gates of the Disciples. We beef in town, but if I see you outside of Chicago. It's just being you, we boys. Yeah. But if we go on a family road trip, we got to fight again, yeah. right? Same thing. So with this one, it's um, I I. This is gonna make it better. I love I love. Okay, so it it, it I want to say so many things, and it's yes. so much, and I'm trying to figure out how to articulate. Now, with this, I love it because I'm glad to take one because 
when we were coming up with our pound for pound list, yes. I said you argue with me why he shouldn't be on the list. He was one, of, and these and these are one of those things that make me be like, I knew I was right. He did not disappoint me, and I and I you love 100 and I love Tank's growth. There's a few like like this man. Okay, there's there's like three or four things where he said that I was just like, oh, I love it. He said, I'm glad I didn't take this fight a couple years ago because I was too emotional about it, which shows a maturity. That he said, with my daughters, I became more of a professional. And he, and then even after everything Romero said, he said, he's just I want, I want. He said, he said, yeah. I'm. I wish him the best for his career and all that kind of stuff. He was patient. He felt Romero's. He felt Roley's power and was like, no, I can't step on those gas. The gas yet. So and then caught him. And then you weren't here, but it made me. I called the six. I called the six round. You weren't here, but it had everything that I said. Pictures or didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, everything. I got witnesses here. I said six round, but then also right after that, I was like, I said, I said, I said, that looked just like the Marquez Pacquiao knockout. Looking for one punch. Looking for one. It just, just, and it wasn't and, even the whole night. Romero, it was just like he Romero got just walk, had way too right much confidence it. in his right hand. Yeah. He had that. It was, it was like going into a gunfight with your hand on the, on the, on the, on the handle, right? Yeah. The whole time. Yeah. Now, so you were 100% correct on, on Tank Davis. I'll give you that. Without any backlash or anything like anything at all, anything at all, he deserves a spot on our pound for pound list. Correct. Now, what the thing that we love, Shakur Stevenson, but the one thing we still say about him, we witnessed with Tank Davis in this fight specifically. We we witnessed over the course of the last three fights, with yeah. Romero included. We watched a boy turn into a man because even 100%, with hundred percent because even with Isak Cruz, yeah. He hurt his hand. That's the reason why he didn't get the knockdout. Yeah. And for him to still like, you know, old but tank is not going to survive us something that. About him. That that old tank doesn't have. Old tank doesn't survive that. Not tank with somebody three like fights before that would have lost to Isaac Cruz. One hundred percent. Yes. Yes. His ego would have been damaged so much he wouldn't have been able he to have the not sports. knowing how to not know how to fight or box out of that. So it was. And he would. We gave him a C. On uh, when we talked the night of the fight, just before we, we just heard about his hand. his hand, yeah, and th and that makes it a B, the B yeah. plus. That makes it a B plus. It's just like, a, and now also, the thing is, Romero's stock doesn't drop at all. I don't think his stock drops. I had him up in the fight. I had no. I had him round six. I had three two tank. I I had it the other I way around. It, I had and it, that could have went either way. It could have went it either way. Went, it could have went either way. Yeah. Now, the one thing that Leonard Ellerby said that I actually believe, because Ryan Garcia was running his mouth, Leonard Ellerby says, Rally KOs Ryan Garcia. 100%. 100%. I'm not saying 100%, okay. but I'm saying no I would watch it. I, look, look yeah. I believe it can happen. Rally's dangerous. Tank approach that was like that. And then the one thing I want to I want to get at. is someone should not have a registered firearm yeah. at all. So, and there's one thing I want to get across to everybody listening to this is Roley said, I won every round of that fight. Whether that's true or not true, I don't think it is. It don't matter. Listen, yeah. Amir Khan was up on Canelo. Five nothing. Uh, Leo Santa Cruz was up on Tank. Yep. About four or five rounds. More than look, half the fight. Look, being up don't mean nothing. There's people who were talking about Mario Barros was winning the fight going into the 11th and 12th round or whatever. Look. Finish and close out. You didn't. Yeah. So whether you were winning the whole fight, your game plan didn't work, and because it, it didn't go to a, it didn't go to a decision. Yeah. This reminds me, and I can't think of the name right now. This African American guy from the '80s. He was losing every round until the 12th and last round, and then he knocked dude out with one punch. I forgot who it was Jared McCollum. I think it is. Okay, I'm about to say because you can go the opposite with Meldrick Taylor and yeah. Chavez. Yeah, you get the same thing. Meldrick Taylor and Chavez Sr. Meldrick Taylor was winning that whole fight until the last 15 seconds. That wasn't Joe McKellen because he was the one who died with Nigel Bell. We'll just, we'll uh, anyways, just say Meldrick same and thing. Chavez. One punch can change everything, especially if you're if you're in against somebody whose reputation is – or his record states that he has one punch power because he's what? Only what one person with the distance with Tank? Two with Isaac Cruz. Isaac Isa Cruz. Come on. Yeah. So that that just shows right there already. And this was this we knew this was not going the distance. Ever. No. Raleigh Romero stock through the roof. He has a lot of room to grow. 
Mm-hmm. You got it. I hope you took this experience and learned from your mistakes. He's been getting he's been getting softer on his stance. Like the more and more stuff comes out, he's like, "Hey, I wish Tank the best and all this stuff." That's what it's happens like, when you get knocked. Hey, bro, bro, you can't. But the thing he's is, he's lucky. You this can't, thing happened, hey, didn't listen, happen in the street listen, because you get to save face with this one. Listen, run your mouth all you want, but don't leave the ring afterwards. Yeah, don't leave the ring. Nah, where was all that tough talk? Watching in in his defense, in. They no. they escorted him out the ring. He had a concussion for sure. He had a concussion for sure. We've seen worse. I definitely seen, has. We've, we've seen it's worse. It's 2022. Get this man to see the help he needs. We need to see him again in the ring. There's a lot who've, who've passed away over the years in this gladiator sport we have. Now, next up, I want to talk about Eric Slandy Laura moving up in weight, something that a lot of Cuban fighters just don't do. Switch his style up. What, man, what's that 50 cent line? Ah, uh, something, something. Watch me switch style up, blah, blah, blah. Watch somebody pile up. Don't, couldn't tell you what song. Aries Landy, Laura. This. Remember, when was the last time you bumped into somebody you ain't seen in a while and you just thought about how dope he was? I, I, I mean, mirror. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> you gotta tell was that is, is all that kind of stuff like that. Be. But um, I watched that. Uh, watched that. Had my lady next to me, and we watched this. And then I, I told her, "It's the first time you've ever said those words documented anywhere in your." No, I said it before. Oh, you like 22, 23 <laughs> I said that before. No, but to I me. told her. I told her that this guy right here. I was like, "There's a controversy where people say he was he beat Canelo." Mm-hmm. he has that talent and it's still up in the air because I remember even that fight I was just like hey man this is close it just goes to show Ares Randy Laura is dangerous yeah steel yeah and is a force to be reckoned with yes. he and then the thing and the way he approached that Dude, fight he, he, he switched his style he, he went outside of his entire indoctrination that the Cubans did to him he, and the thing is he was still defensive, but he looked good offensively. Like he he picked his shots. He did. He went after him. Yeah. So I have a message for the CIA. I think we have the math <laughs> number on here. He's probably thirty nine years old. I think thirty eight, thirty nine, or Sandy Laura. So apparently, if you get him young and you go thirty seven years of just teaching him the one thing, you can program a person, and that's how long until he breaks the programming. Because <laughs> with Cuban fighters. When you know that you cannot, you don't have the options of turning, becoming a professional fighter to make a lot of money. Besides being that you can reign in hell or serve in heaven. So if you can only reign in hell and you can't try to serve in heaven and build for yourself, this was the only option. So you learn to be so disciplined that I'm going to be right here this whole time and just dominate, right? That's why they have so many gold medals. But now things are changing, mm-hmm. right? Because in order to become this, you had to escape. It was like breaking down a. A minimum security prison, I assume, at this point. So the thing about um, Ares Randy Laura, he kind of reminds me of not necessarily a Tim Duncan, but like a Kobe Bryant, like whether it's a Michael Jordan. It's like people who have the knowledge for the game or he has a straight high. I think high, Tim Duncan's a good example. Yeah, yeah, well, just a high boxing IQ and know how to play it. You have Your career can go as long as you make it. So One of the slickest boxers I've ever seen in my yeah, life. Yeah, and then so when you see him – you don't know when that age is necessarily yes. going to kick in because even if we're talking about Cuban fighters, yeah. even with uh, Luis Ortiz, you're just like, hey, bro. Luis like, Ortiz you, went 75 like, years without getting punched much. Yeah, so so I'm, like, I'm like, whenever he's matched up, even if it's a, a, a really good prospect or high up and cover, I'm like, hey. I mean, I know I see the age, but it's still who he is. still Ares Randy Laura. Yeah, yeah. So there's some people where it's just like, okay, Sergey Kovalev. He was a really dangerous man at one. Yeah, he he and one, but he was a really dangerous man. Crusher, but then at the same time, when, as when he, he gets and older. Fight, he was like, "This is the crusher." Yeah, but then after a while, you're like, eh, "He doesn't have that same." It was Randy Laura. I don't know when he's going to have that. So with, hey, this with man Sergey Kovalev, he's still. Eric Randy Laura is still going to be dangerous, and I don't know when he's yeah. not going to be dangerous. Well, with Kovalev. The second fight with Ward, it humanized him. We know exactly who the fuck, who you are, right? Yeah. Excuse my French. Uh, we know exactly who you are. With Laura, we really don't because for someone who's so been disciplined and trained for to be the slick boxer, you know, hit, don't get hit, for him to fight this fight continuously, and because we've, we've seen him step into wars with like Angulo and uh, Jared Swift, we've seen him step up in the wars, but to make that your game plan going in yeah. and hold it, that's a whole other level. That's like you can't teach an old dog new tricks, but this one, 
This is a dog to keep. And then, especially with Laura, too, it's just like the fights that he loses, you're... He, he lost to, to Paul Punisher Williams because nobody knew who he was. Yeah. And this was Punisher's first fight back after getting And it seems out. like all of his fights like there. Any fight that goes the distance is just like... Well, he lost to Canelo. Yeah. He lost to Canelo because you fought him at the wrong time. He just got schooled by Mayweather, and Mayweather schooled him on another level that if you you had to make it be the same or worse in order to get the nod. Just Look period. At Look at this. So... So, Ares Randy Lara he gave is 29-3 and three with 17 knockouts. He has three losses. Paul Williams, James Swifford, yep. So, he has three losses and three draws. So Who's his draws? His oh, yeah, draw, uh, Brian, Brian Castano. Brian, Brian yeah. Castano yep. Split decision draw. But the lost, Jared Swifford. Split decision. Yep. Lost to Canelo Alvarez. Split, split decision. decision. Yep. Lost to Paul Williams. Majority decision. Gotcha. Carlos Molina. Majority draw. Yep. Like, like, when he's losing, he is losing... First ballot hall of famer. When he yeah, when he loses, he's losing by fractions of hairs, man. Fractions of hairs, yeah. And and it's just one of these things where a lot of us we're just kind of we, we we know what we want to see. We want bloody guts. We want the gladiators, right? So when you're a slick boxer, you have to do something to put yourself in that next level. Be real cool, real slick. Nickname, become the villain, whatever. Got to do and maybe learn an Eng- not learning English at this time of your career. May, may have hurt your, I guess, your legacy. Because Kila Plant is, to me, I hold him a little higher than Laura. Laura's probably the more skilled fighter. But mm-hmm. being, being American helps. Dope nickname, sweet hands. I'm, I'm a lo- I love this guy for life. You know what I'm saying? Carlos Molina, Paul Williams. Uh, what was that? Uh, Ronald Hearns. Freddie Hernandez. Vanus Martirosian. Alfredo Agulo. Oh, Austin yeah. Trout. Yep. Canelo. Ishe Smith. Let me see. Uh, Martirosian again. Uh, Yuri Foreman. Yep. Uh, Terrell uh, Gusha. Gusha, yep. Um, Swift Herd, Brian Castano. And this is this is another example, too, of the PBC. Has a, who has... Spike a, O'Sullivan. Who has a fighter. But why why hasn't he fought Charlo at all? I don't right? think Charlo wants to fight. Dangerous, oh. man. Oh. High, High risk, risk, low reward. This is a Rigadow, right? <laughs> yeah. The Rigadow effect is what it is. Hope Rigadow. I hope hope you can see out of both eyes soon. I haven't heard any or seen any updates. Uh, yeah. Um. Moving on. Moving but, on. Hold on. Hold on. I don't want to forget this. So, um, Samiso Butelezi or whatever, but Butelezi. I scared you, man. What'd you call? Whatever. Um. He was a boxer. I sent you the thing. Who, yes, um, yes. 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 Who had got hit. And then uh, when he got up, when he got up from between the I ropes, he started yeah. he started swinging at the air. Didn't yeah. know who he was, but uh, they put him into a medical induced coma. After that, he just passed away. Oh. And then, so it's one of those things that's really sad because you don't. It's a dangerous sport, and you can't play boxing. And yeah, so, and, and it's even sadder when it's a younger name fighter. Yeah, any any up and comer, anybody in the amateur, anybody who just started period. their professional, anybody yeah, period. period. But, but when you're so young, as, as someone who's older. And I think about the life experiences that I have that you just miss. Oh, all the it's time. It's not even an option, bro. You know what I'm saying? All the time. Like, those are the little things like that where it makes me feel for, for the family and the person who lost its way. But it, who knows? Like I said, hey, we're interdimensional beings. Whatever you think we might be, this could be one level to the next level. and he, Or he might come back as the next Mike Tyson, however you believe there. Um, Steve Fulton versus Danny Roman. Roman Roman. Uh, Daniel Roman. See, Fulton, he he unified belts by beating my man, uh, the pretty old, the pretty Figueroa, uh, the one with the white one named Brandon, right? Yeah. Beat him. I did not think he was going to win that fight, and he beat Figueroa, and I believe a split decision. See, Fulton is is a legit fighter to me. I like him a lot. I think he is a what I want to say, one hundred twenty pounds, twenty two pounds. Is this correct? For Fulton? Yeah, 122. 122. Um, Danny Roman. We know him. Everybody knows Danny Roman. Yeah. Right? We know Steve Fulton, too. What do you th- give us? Uh, give Steve Fulton a grade for me. A grade for me. What do you think? I give him uh, give him an A minus. A minus. Okay. A minus. Because the thing is, he he completely dominated his fight from opening bell to the very end. He did exactly what he was supposed to do against a very good fighter, Daniel Roman. Yes. And then, um, I thought he looked. I thought he looked great. 
Yes. Um, so it was like his performance and how he was slick and how he moved in there. It was very beautiful. It was very, very, very beautiful. artistic in, in the artistry. And, and, and if you guys watch this fight, uh, Stephen Fulton versus Daniel Roman, you, you'll just see how he was able to dominate. So, I mean, the scorecards, one, you had two scorecards of 120 to 108. So, which means he swept all, all 12 rounds. And then 119, 109, you got, so only one judge had, uh, Daniel Roman winning one round. So, yeah, that's about accurate. That's very accurate. So, he was able to unify the WBC and the WBO title, the Super Bantamweight title. Yes. And then, I mean, the thing is, he was so dominant. There's not really much I can say about it just because he just looked, he just looked so good. And I, here, let me. Well, I think let's move on to the next one because we're going to come back to Fulton here when we talk about uh, fight on Tuesday because that's, that's, this has been a lot of conversation on the internet immediately after. Um, Go ahead. So with Steve Fulton, let's just come back and touch on Steve Fulton because I, I really do want to talk about Devin Haney and George Camposo. Okay. I really like George Camposo. I did not see him winning this fight. We didn't get a chance to make the predictions on it. But Devin Haney. For so, me, so, okay, because we didn't talk about this. No, so we didn't get to talk who about did you, this. Who did you have? I had Devin Haney winning the fight. I thought he was going to win the fight. I had it 116-112, just like the very first judge they announced had it 116-112. Uh-huh. The other two had it um, a larger margin for Cambosa, which is probably more accurate. I had I had a larger margin for Devin Haney winning the fight. I had Cambosa winning this fight. Really? I picked Cambosa to win this fight. Wow. I thought... I well, don't... Every time I watch Devin Haney, I see that there's talent there. Yes. But who said it with me? <laughs> My boy Al said, got pillow hands. He got pillow heads. And, and the thing is, I think it's, you know what it is? It's just like when I said, it's not the 50-50 fights that you win. It's the fights where you should win. Style. I don't see him. I don't see Style him dominate. He doesn't dominate. Did he do what he needed to do to win this fight and look good doing it? He made Cambosa look bad. Yeah. Like, like now. And this I thought is, Cambosa and this did really well. And, and I don't know how it goes in a rematch. So, okay. I, I think it goes the same way because oh, like, because um, yeah, because of Styles and Demi But do you see can you see Devin Haney beating Teofimo Lopez? Yeah, I can see that. Can you? I can. I can see it, that. It's like, and that's the one of the things. He's not facing the like, same Teofimo that George Cambosa like beat. Because James Cambosa took something from Teofimo. I understand. I understand. Now, if you found him before that, it's, it's, it and, and I understand that. And, I, and that's the one of those style McFights. It's just yeah. like, look, I look at Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, and Tom Brady. Okay, yeah. you can beat him. But yeah. you can beat him, yeah. and you can beat him. But they're better than you, and all this kind of. So yeah. it's like that same kind of triangle. It, it's like Devin Haney, unified champion. Congratulations, great! You look good during this fight. I personally still need more, and I don't know why. That's how I feel and I about can't the logic. Like he's fit, he's dope, but there's something I just don't believe every yeah. single. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I just don't believe I everything. That. I get that. I got tracks of his that I bump, but even when I rap it, I feel guilty rapping along, right? <laughs> and that's just me. And Devin Haney gives me that same thing. Yeah. Because he's hittable, but he's got a chin. He turned pro. He, he turned did, professional he, this, at 17 this, years this, old. This was the best fight he looked in. Oh, yes. This 100%. was easily the best. Tough, where he was Toughest like, opponent by far, too. And I thought he was over. I thought he overmatched Cambosa in there. And I don't know if. Cambosa was gun shy or something. Cambosa's what this was a different Cambosa. Same thing that happened to my man Monty Mo. You're a road warrior. When you get the belt, don't take your first fight at home. Just don't. Because you did this away from home as it is. Take an easier fight at home. Let's secure the hometown feeling what you want. Because you don't have to take a a title, you don't have to do any mandatory. You Mm -hmm. can you can do a voluntary fight after you win the belts, right? This is an option for a lot of fighters. So for him to get be a unified champ, yeah, but just 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 a man's ego is his big, his biggest strength, his biggest weakness. Sometimes he had to have somebody. He wanted nothing but the best, and he did it at home. But when you're a road warrior like he is, hey, this is what happens. One uh, one thing I want to so tip I have my before hat. Speaks. So one thing I want to tip. I'm going to give uh, Devin Haney an A plus for it's not this. Easy to go to Australia like that for one how he dominated the fight, but then. All the red tape that he had to go through, and everything that Cambosa requested, whether it's going to Australia, his corner not being all there at the same time, and all that kind of stuff like that, 
man, hats off to Devin Haney. But and and that and that just goes to show the belief he had in himself. I don't care what it is. Yes, have it, have it, have it, have it. I want to fight, and that's how you make fights get done. And now you're the champ. So for for Devin Haney, my advice is as much as worth as you pay for it. For him, I I want I hope he gets the right people around him and makes his makes a very calculated move because he's one of eight male fighters to have all four belts in the four belt era. It went Bernard Hopkins, Jermaine Taylor from 2005 and up until what, 2000 to whatever we when Crawford got it, right? Since Crawford got this, we've seen, if there's eight, we've seen six more happen. When we had a, what, what's the math? 2000, uh, anyways, almost 20 years, I think it was, okay. between someone having all four belts, yeah. right? And now we've had six since. Yeah. What do you think the difference is? Between that, do you think was this maybe when boxing was a little stagnant because of promoters from two thousand five till whenever Terrence got it, or was this or are the fighters now that much better with less opposition? What do you what do you think it is? Why why do you think we had such a big gap? Or the boxing as a sport? Do you think the UFC is putting on things and it's forcing their hand to make this happen? Because that's just uh, a okay, random, that's not okay, just random. Okay, so. I think it's a combination of a, a different thing. I think ever since, well, not even ever since, I think since boxers have more control over their careers, you can go you can go different ways. You yeah. can go the people who, I'm not going to give any names, but the people who get their belt and want to protect that at all costs. Yes. But then you have other people who chase legacy and they want all the belts. Yes. So when you have somebody like- Donna Stevenson. Donna Stevenson, Gary Russell. Yeah. Um, Keith Thurman, yes. anybody who's dropping to, belts yeah. to fight and all those kind of yeah. things. I said I don't want to say any names and we end up saying names right away. Yeah, thank you. Anyway, so when you have those and they, they stick and they hold on to their belt, it's hard to unify if nobody fights you. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know. Easy to hide the guys, of, hide behind the guys of promoters, I mean, we look at it right now where it's like Earl Spence. Waited to get all three belts before he fought, you know, yeah. before hopefully, you know, we fight what Terrence the, Crawford. The, so the it's, I, I think, I think just like I said, I think it's the both things. I think it's people trying to protect and people, who, I think it's people trying to protect their investment. Now, I want boxing belt. to take credit for this, but this definitely happened since we've started the podcast. We, you, and the hashtags started to exist strap season. I think that's one of the things that fighters had. More of they they embraced around more as fighters because they their legacy became a little bit more important because they knew Mayweather's legacy. But for us, unless you're like really a big boxing fan, like Mayweather's legacy to me is that he was the greatest fighter I've ever seen. Probably still is. Yeah. Other for the casual and non-casual, this is the dude who made the most money. Yeah. I hate this guy. I can't That's, stand him. But well, watching well, no, him. but when it comes to Mayweather, I tell people this: like, no matter how you feel about the guy, the one thing I say out of every boxer. And okay, and now you can say even Canelo. Canelo may be right under there. Whose career would you rather have? Mayweather's undefeated. Hands down. Made the most money. Hands down. Hands down. Hands Undisputed. Down. Like I mean, I mean that's what it is. You can love Pat. You can yeah. look. You can love Pacquiao as much as you want. Yeah. Yeah. He fought. He this and that. Whose career do you want? Yeah. You want the money. You want the undefeated record. Let's talk to these that, guys when they're both sixty-five. Let's see who can have a conversation. Th- I mean, that—that's what it is. Yeah. I want. Nobody wants to lose, so nobody's going to take the career because it's the money, and yeah. and it's usually yeah. get into first. You start out because you love it, whether it's you know basketball, whether it's boxing or anything. You do this. Hate your you father, whatever. Yep, yep. But then you. I can make money from this. Then the money becomes very important. This is your livelihood. This is how you make. So those things are that's important. How, that's always. That's how. Well, when the Klitschko's came into the country, this is how my dad always explained it to me. He was like, he's like, these are the people. They were he. They were doctors that speak seven languages. They weren't making six figures. Mm-hmm. And you're telling me that I can come to America and fight? And you're gonna pay me more than I made the last ten years of my life? Sign me up, right? And then end up dominating with it. So, all right. How many more fights you got? We got a few here to talk about. We're coming close on time. Oh, Haney, is he? Do you want to have this pound for pound conversation now? Because I feel like a definite qualification is getting all four belts in any single division, as far as discussion for your entry onto this list. I don't okay. know if we have enough time today. Um, I mean, yeah, he's not in it. Okay. <laughs> Was Cambosa's in it? Huh? No, he was not an undisputed <laughs> champion. But either way, who we're about to start talking about right now, 
is on the list. Yeah, who I told you and I fought with you about. <laughs> I will bring that up every time. Do you want to have the conversation now about handy or do you want to wait? Well, okay. the thing is, I don't see, okay. How much time we got? What time? We got we got about 10 minutes left. Okay, so that, well, we're going to have this conversation. Uh, no, no, no. We get, uh, what, what is there? Because well, the thing actually, is, because the, the only thing is moving. Does Inoue move up? Because we're going to talk about him. Inoue, okay. Let, let's let's talk about it, then we'll talk about it. We're, we're going to talk about it, then we're going to talk <laughs> okay, about yeah, it. Yeah. All right? All right, yeah. so look. So look. Inoue, he beats Nonino Donaire, second round, uh, TKO. Uh, no, the, when, when was the last time they fought? When did they fought? Uh, was the first fight? Ago. No, I, they fought longer than a that. Year, they, they fought longer. Almost than two years ago. Hold on, I think you're because it was it was right either it was right before the pandemic because it was a fight of the year the year after right is is when we announced fight of the year. So Nonito Dinero. Now the first thing about this fight, what I heard about the results was if you look at if you, are you looking up Donaire or anyway. So three years so almost two and a half years ago. So they fought two and a half years ago. Right now, Nonito Donaire. Right or wrong? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Nonito Donaire is thirty-nine years old age. He gave us a good fight earlier. So He's, go scroll down real quick. Now Nonito Donaire, remember he regained and won his title and knocked out somebody he he was getting served to as a player. Look yeah. For Fernando Montiel, this was the first thing that happened. I thought uh, that he that fought that that fought Nonito Donaire because uh, you know my man Chris Weidman. Uh, uh, Fernando Montiel is his last name. M-O-N-T-I-E-L. T-I-E-L, yeah. Right? So, Chris Weidman snapped Anderson Silva's leg. How old? Blocking a kick. How old was it? This is quite a Montiel, oh, Fernando. Yeah, okay. So, 2011. 2011. That's 11 years from now. This is a weird thing. So, Chris Weidman checked Anderson Silva, snapped his shin. And Chris Weidman... You've been cussing a lot on this show. I said snapped his shin. Oh, Okay. Okay. Same thing happened to Chris Wadman. He got checked. I, I I don't know who's fought. Same thing. Snapped to shit. He knocked out Fernando Montiel with a left hook. Okay. In the second round. Okay. This was the first thing I thought of when I heard he lost the second round. I wonder. Sometimes the universe has this weird way of making things come full circle. Mm -hmm. And Fernando, how old was Fernando Montiel? Let's click on this first nitty because I don't think he was forty. If he was. We're definitely in a simulation, right? If he was 39 years old. But the deal with the on paper shouldn't have been there a second time. He, I thought the first fight was so good. It was so Their good. First fight, because we had, even though Inoue won the first fight, we had we had him picked, but it's just like it's the same. It was time. really close. Because we because Donaire was uh Donaire was 37 at the time, right? So So right now he is why? He's so old, he's dust. Because I know he was getting up there in age. I don't think he was 39. But if he was, it'd be weird. Anyways, but with Donaire, on paper, he shouldn't have been there. He shouldn't have beat the last... He should. The last guy he fought was a Filipino dude. But before that was this terrorist dude that he knocked out in the fourth round. He shouldn't have got past him. He got served as lunch meat, right? Now, unfortunately for... In a way, with him to be on our our, our, our for Poundless... This was definitely the first fight for me where I will never dispute his place on this list. Well, uh, being on the list, his, yeah. his place will always be in discussion, but okay. being on the list because of the way he dismantled him. Yeah. Dismantled yeah. him. He didn't just and catch him. Is, and the thing is, Nonito Donaire came out, out after him. He knew the, there's only one way, bro. Mm -hmm. You, you got to, we're firemen. Mm -hmm. You're, well, you're firemen. He did, we he, don't run he, for the fire. Right? He went in and he did it because the thing is, if you stay from the outside and you're scared and you're timid, you have to go at him and hopefully you can overwhelm him. But Inoue did what Inoue does, man. And, and this is the thing. My man uh, Nick Walters beat Donaire up, right? Yeah. Donaire went into this already knowing the power. He's the, this, I bet you even did training camp. Like, what's the game plan? Go no, after There's him. no game plan. Go after back him. Him. You got to back him up. But how precise Inoue was. To me, the skill level he possesses, and unfortunately he's cursed with his division, it, it, it blew my mind. The Tank thing on Twitter, Tank was like, oh, Inoue? Yeah, that's that boy we were trying to figure out where he was from. Oh, he good. That's all he said. Yeah, he's yeah. good. He's so good. That's When I asked you about that dude, uh, my boy, that dude Darren, about can he hoop? And you were, and you were like, yeah. yeah. That's when I knew, like, oh. This yeah. boy's bad. This yeah. boy's bad. Like it's one of those things when, like, when you ask somebody about it, and they're like, 
Look, you look, you look around like you're about to say a bad joke. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's really bad. Yeah. So with Inway, the internet blew up on Twitter and everywhere else I saw. And they started talking about Fulton and Inway. That's the next fight to make. I think this was at 118, right? This is at 118, yeah. So for Inway, 122 isn't that far away. You should be able to do it. Yeah. He didn't get robbed of the decision like he did in his house. Um, so yeah, that was that was another crazy thing too. And you know yeah, what? I've always thought. Yeah, I've, we're not gonna have. Well, yeah, we're probably not gonna have time to go for a pound for pound. But, yeah. But so if you guys haven't, ner- what a segue. So Inoue got robbed in his house in Japan while this fight was going on. May this happened to Mayweather too as well. Yep, Mayweather happened to Tommy Hearns, by his brother. You, I'm surprised that you don't hear more stories about these kind of things. It, it's only certain people. There's a certain level, there's a certain tax bracket you got to be in before it's even talked about, right? Mayweather, we go talk about it. Yeah, Hearns at where he was, we go talk about it because I think it was when he fought Duran or something for the first so, time. Because you know it's going to be a big deal, like big you know deal. you you know so everybody's going to have you Japan know watch out. Japan is in a place known for thief and robbery. Like if you go if you go to Brazil for the World Cup, they tell you. If they're going to look at me and be like, hey, buy two phones, ha- have a fake phone and fake wallet for when you get robbed. Yeah. It's going to happen type mm-hmm. thing. So, so, you know what always, you know what this kind of reminds me of too? And I've always thought about it. I've always thought about getting cheated on by your spouse or anything like being a professional. Because yeah. it's like, you know, you're on TV. It's like, I see him. <laughs> there is no way that he's walking or yeah. he or she is walking in the door right yeah, now. Right now yeah. Like, I'm watching you on TV. You're not here. Yeah. I have all the time in the world to do anything I do. Especially like with baseball yes. players who go yes. on those road trips. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, you're in the lineup. I see you. This is live. I, so I know exactly, I know what's exactly going where you And if you've never been robbed, security's going to be like. Yeah, it's, 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 it so, you know, those type of things. That, and, and this is an era where. Obviously, Japan isn't China because the surveillance footage would have hit the, the internet by now. Mm-hmm. Somebody would have got a hold of it. Yeah. So, so I, get, I'm glad you won either way. You unified. Usually, usually uh, somebody you know when it comes. It's to almost things. always it's somebody, somebody you know. Almost always somebody you know. That's how because how else would they know what to get yeah. unless you come home and your house is just trashed. Trashed. Yeah. Then it's just you like know? they just looking. They just looking they for just something. And they usually stumble upon it or they, and they hit the whole neighborhood. Now, uh, the only thing we're gonna talk about is who's fighting this weekend. Just the names. Uh, just like I mentioned, uh, Buwatsi at the very beginning. We have uh, we have Daniel Dubois. He's fighting out of Europe on the zone. Edgar Berlanga is a name that we know very familiar with. Talk about him probably more than he should. And then Jaime McGee is also fighting this weekend against Jimmy Kelly. I don't want to bring him to the, against their opponents because I barely know him, so I don't expect you to know him too. Jaime McGee. We got we got three minutes. We can talk about him real quick. Yep. Jaime exactly, McGee. Exactly three minutes. His career should be farther, right? Hmm. He's young. Yeah. We get a I mean, lot of. What do you? What do you? What do you? What, what do you mean farther? Just a better resume, I guess. Because like the names that he's fought, he he won his title against Saddam Ali. Yet yeah, he beat a title. He killed. Yeah, right. But Saddam Ali beat Cotto to get it. Right. Yeah. We're gonna remember that more than anything. Well, I guess over Puerto Rico. Right. And then after that, he beat what? Liam Smith. That's another big name. Uh, recently, Gabriel Rosado. But he's so, been a title holder for about four or five Saddam years Mali, now. Liam Smith, uh, Brandon Cook, Takeshi Inoue, uh, Dennis Hogan. He, I mean, Patrick Alatoy, Alate. Let me see. He was forty and three. Spike O'Sullivan, uh, Toriano Johnson. I mean, true, true. yeah, yeah. So th- those last two names are probably the best, the highest level names against in the league. It gave Rosado also. So this is the thing where if he wasn't so young, I would blame him for hold, for for you know holding his belts the way he did because he was in the Triple G discussion and then we saw him finally realize he shouldn't be in this discussion. Um, I think it's time he needs to step it up past names that we got to look up, right? When he fight Liam Smith, Toronto Johnson, those names, those are the, you were on a path of people that we don't have to look up on who they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jimmy yeah. Kelly, I, you could have made this up. He's uh he's in a division where I think. 154? One, 160. 160. So that middleweight division, I mean, what? You got names there. Th- there is. And, and it's like, you know what pisses me off about 160? We know Eddie Hearn and Golden Boy will make fights. Me, what makes me mad about the 160 division is there's so much talent and nobody's fighting each other. Jamal Charlo, 
I mean, whether it's Triple G, Arizona, Randy Laura, Demetrius Andrade, Chris Eubank Jr., uh, Ryoto Murata, uh, Masia Sileski, with this, that actually just got canceled. Yep. Uh, Sergey Derevchenko, uh, who's, uh, who's legit. Yep. So this is like uh, it's Gen- uh, Genebec was in a uh, 160 yeah. division yeah. as well. Yeah, that's what it was. So, so this is the thing. Like, when I shouldn't think you're fighting one of my coworkers when I see the name, right? Yeah. Like Jimmy Kelly. Oh yeah, I saw him the other day at work. Mm-hmm. So, right. That's that's how I feel with this Mugia because. The hype doesn't meet the the, the yeah. entertainment and hype does not match up. It's oh. like seeing the movie The Eternals. Yeah, exactly. That's the best way I can describe it. So, mm-hmm. and we know that your promoters can make the fight happen. So, Jaime Magia, if I could say this in Spanish, I would because you probably listen to the show. I'd tell you in Spanish. I'll look it up maybe next time. I'll tweet it to you. Open your mouth. Get better opposition. Let's see you get to the next level. You're still young and you're solid right now. Probably going and going into your prime. And we, I want to know what you're made of. I think you do too. How we win it? What you got? A man is great not because he hasn't failed. A man is great because failure hasn't stopped him. That's right. Like a dude who had 10 kids. <laughs> I'm out. Cheat.